Hi guys. Um, happy Friday. Oh yeah. I was like, wait, Friday. Yep. <laughs> um, we are doing a really quick mini episode for you this month. Um, you guys didn't get one last month. Should we maybe do two this month? And I can do one too. Yeah, if you want to. Okay. Mine's short. Okay. Yeah. Because like I kind of feel bad that we just skipped all this. I mean, I don't think anyone's gonna. You let us know if you want me to do a quick one. Yeah. Um, I can definitely do October's. Yeah. So cool. Okay. Um. So today we're gonna talk about Stephen Kubacki. Um. I don't know this one. Very interesting story. So I did a disappearance on Tuesday. Yes. Um, this one's also a disappearance, but... Is there a conclusion? There's a conclusion. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> so, in 1978, Stephen Kubaki was a 23-year-old college student at Hope College, which is a small private Christian university near the eastern shores of Lake Michigan in a town called Holland. Now, okay. Holland isn't right on Lake Michigan, but it's located, located like very close to it. Um, it's on the shores of Lake Makatawa, which funnels into Lake Michigan. Okay. So there's like a channel from the lake into the small lake into Lake Michigan. Is this on the UP, did you say? I'm sorry. No, it's not on the UP. It's okay. just in, it's just in eastern shores of Michigan. Okay. Um, Holland looks super cute. Um, actually would go there. Uh, every May they hold a tulip festival, which sounds fun. That is so cute. Um, I've done one of those before, just not there. It was voted one of America's prettiest towns, cute. according to Forbes magazine. Um, Hope College is very pretty, too. It's like the old brick buildings and pretty architecture Ooh. and mature landscaping um I can't it has wait to see pictures of this about 3000 students enrolled so it's very small yeah that's really small okay holland hope college you have a picture tiny adorable we love it yeah okay on february 20th 1978 steven decided to head out on a solo cross country skiing trip Something he did quite often. Um, He wasn't a rookie cross-country skier. He had hours of skiing under his belt. Um, Sounds like he did this a lot. He was headed towards the town of... Oh, God. (laughs) Sagatuck? S-A-U-G-A-T-U-C-K. Sagatuck? That's that's how I'd say it. Michigan? Which is southwest of Holland, right on the shores of Lake Michigan. Okay. Um, and it sounded, from what I understood, he was planning to be gone, like, a couple days. Okay. Uh, the day after Stephen left on his trip, so February 21st, a group of snowmobilers in the Sagatuck area found some abandoned cross-country skis and a backpack. That's never a good sign. They decided to contact the authorities to report the items and to report a possible missing person. I'm sorry, I've already forgotten what year this was in. What year? 1978. Okay, I was going to say, like, if they had cell phones or no. not, but clearly not. No. Okay, um, thank you. So they decided to contact the authorities and report the items, which they did. Police showed up and went through the back- backpack, found out it belonged to Stephen, and then found out that he had gone on a country ski trip. 
With this information, they decided to launch a search and rescue mission because it was winter in Michigan. Like it's so, cold and very dangerous. Cold. Yes. Um, and if someone was out there lost, like, hypothermia is a real risk. Yeah, they needed to find them. Yes. Uh, the only clue that police ever found, though, was a 200-yard trail of footprints in the snow, leading towards the edge of the lake, and then they abruptly stop. This led them to believe that maybe Stephen had fallen through the ice and drowned or died of hypothermia. But one interesting thing is that some of my sources said that the ice was, like, undisturbed and unbroken. So his footprints just went to the edge of the lake and just stopped. And it's what month again? February. So the ice was still, at least in Minnesota, still very thick in February. Yeah. So especially at the shoreline, falling through feels very unlikely. Now you do have to remember it's different with Great Lakes. But still, oh, the shoreline does that's, freeze. It does freeze, yeah. So I don't know if it's as thick as like it is. A, in, like a little lake or yeah, something. But yeah, but it still freezes. Yeah. Um, huh. Either way, Stephen's body was never found and his family never gave up hope of finding him. On May 5th, 1979, which was one year and three months after Stephen disappeared, he quote-unquote, woke up and found himself in a field in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. Which I'm sorry, is what the fuck, Emily? <laughs> 720 miles east of where he disappeared from. He had no memory of the past 15 months. The last memory he had was him on the shore of Lake Michigan. Why is this podcast not also video? <laughs> because of my freaking face right now. Uh, what? Yeah. What? He made his way to his father's house, which is about 40 miles away from Pittsfield, Massachusetts. Okay, quick pause. He just doesn't remember the last 15 months. He remembers everything else about his life. So he knows who he is. He knows where he lived. He knows who his family is. Uh, he walked up to his father's front door, rang the doorbell, and was reunited with his family. Stephen was shocked hell? to hear he had been missing for 15 months. Yeah, I freaking would be too. <laughs> he had woken up in clothes that weren't his, and there was a satchel next to him with a bunch of maps that he claimed also weren't his. What? Yeah. What is happening? Um, he still claims to not know what happened during those 15 months of time, um, so that kind of like leaves us to the question, was you know, Stephen the victim of the Lake Michigan Triangle? Because this area was in the Lake Michigan oh, Triangle. That's, yes, that's right. Was he abducted by a UFO? Did he just black out for 15 months and have amnesia? Does he actually know where he was for 15 months and he's just not saying anything? We will never know. I And that is the end the, Honestly, I think I freaking hate this one more than your <laughs> other one. What? What? I don't know. Is that weird? <laughs> it is so weird. I just like. What? Yeah, I looked up missing people who are found, and this is what I found. But there's like, this is all the information there is. There's nothing else about it. I would that not drive you a little bit insane if yeah. you were, if you were him and you're like, I don't know what happened for the last 15 months. Wouldn't you just be like insane about it and part like, of me kind of feels like he knew where he was for 15 months do you think he just, just like dipped off the grid and was like some peace and then he decided like yeah time to come back yeah kind of but i don't know 
there was from I just, I just can't so like you said that was all the information you could find yeah okay so like he didn't no one has ever mentioned like oh he his memories came back yeah no. or or even like um oh, at the time we knew. he went missing he oh, owed money him. to the no. mob or he was nope. in trouble with the police or you know, Nope. He was just a cross country scare. I hate this. <laughs> I hate it so much. And yeah, like nobody's nobody's come forward to be like, Oh, we saw him here in these fifteen months. Like, oh, he was here. He was What the heck? Yeah. I <laughs> I hate it. Uh, That's gonna drive me crazy. Yeah. Weird, I would right. I I would like him to get hypnotized. I'm, yeah, I'm sure they've and, tried everything. And see if he can, if they can drag any memories out. That's, like, what I would do. Yeah, me too. But, I mean, unless I unless I was hiding something, they'd be like, I don't know I'm what good. happened. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it would not be fine. So if, if that ever happens to me and I'm like, Em, it's fine, I'm lying to You're you. You're lying? Yeah, I'm 100% lying. Okay. So. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> I know, so short again, but... I just, you know, like to leave these little nuggets of information and then peace out. <laughs> you, you like to drop these obnoxious little things mm-hmm. and be like, bye. Like marinate on that for a little while. Have fun thinking about this for the next two years of your life. <laughs> when you randomly remember it and you go, what? Yeah. Um, so my sources are coolinterestingstuff.com. The mysterious no, this was not cool. Disappearance of Stephen Kubacki and his odd reappearance 15 months later. Odd is putting it mildly. <laughs> um, 99wfmk.com, which is a uh, radio station. Radio station. Uh, com. Yeah, that's accurate. Listverse.com. 10 people who vanished only to mysteriously reappear. I, I just have nothing. I... I hate you so much. (laughs) And with that, we will talk to you on Tuesday. Yes. And uh, if you have any ideas for stories, send them in. Or theories about what the hell happened here. Happened to Stephen Kubacki. Because we want to (laughs) know. Stephen, if you hear this. Stephen, are you listening? Give us a call. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.